Welcome back to the Unraveled Podcast. My name is Nina. And my name is Alina. So Nina, one of the reels that you did um, not too long ago, it talked about the like housing affordability and just affordability in general. And I was kind of cu- curious about that one because it's something that we're like really dealing with in today's day and age with things costing more, housing costing more, and the people are making less money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I made that real just because I'm hearing it not only from clients and people that are trying to buy and get into the market, but just generally, even beyond real estate, that the cost of living has gone up so much and wages have not matched. Now, it's really an unfortunate situation because I think some of the reasons why this has happened is are out of our control or decisions that were made maybe before we were born or things in politics that we can't really affect but it's a it's a big problem it's a it's something that needs to be addressed and discussed more especially since you know okay if we can't change it how can we then adapt and learn to be in this new environment how can we change our income how can we adjust our lifestyle so that we can get ahead that we can save that we can get out of debt Um, and these are all challenges that a lot of families are facing a lot of people are facing. And so I just kind of wanted to highlight it. You know, I know it's not popular for everyone to talk about, but it is definitely an issue. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on, you know, the cost of living going up so much, even in the last just couple years, I think we've seen a drastic increase in groceries. It's funny. I, I was renovating a property and in the walls, there was this old magazine from like 1979 rolled up and it was a magazine that had groceries on it. Oh my gosh, to see those prices. <laughs> I know. And then I just compared it to maybe five years ago and then today. I mean, it's such a huge difference. Um, cost of housing, you know, in the 80s, you could get a house for forty, fifty thousand dollars That was the average sales price. Now a house average in the United States is 400 plus. And how does that translate into what people are making? It doesn't. So... I think the reality is that people are going to have to have other sources of income. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know in the past it was more of an optional thing, mm-hmm. but I think in today's day and age, it's going to have to be a must to be able to keep up with um, the cost of living and mm-hmm. not being able and not making the, you know, not having enough income to be, to be sustainable. Yeah. Um, I know for myself, um, I've always wanted to have other source, other streams of income, but I think for other people, again, it's going to be a must that they're going to have to do for, what am I trying to say? Working, I've always believed that when you work for someone else, there's always going to be a cap on how much money you make. Yeah. When you have another stream of income that allows you to dictate that yourself, it becomes an and it becomes endless because you're the yeah. one determining what you want to make, how much you want to make, when you want to make it, and mm-hmm. how you want to make it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna pick another stream of income, I think it needs to be um, sales, something that you can do for yourself to determine how much money you're gonna make and how you're gonna do it. Sales mm-hmm. is one of the biggest sources of income because there's no cap on how much money you can make. It's just yeah. about the effort that you put in to to make to make money. Yeah, yeah, I think. There's two different ways to look at it, and I understand both, and I hear both sides where, you know, it's doom and gloom, woe is me, I'm going to play a victim. 
Um, I'm not, I can't do anything. I'm helpless. And then there's the other side where it's like, well, I'm going to do everything I can to create the life that I want for myself. Right. And is it easy? No, it's not. And like I, you know, I put in the video, there are some people that have advantages, you know, money, inheritance, but most people don't have that. And yet somehow some people are still able to be successful. Correct. And why is that? And because you, they put in the time. Exactly. Um, and, you know, sales, being a business owner, working for yourself is a great way to generate that. And I mean, when you first bought a house, um, I know you said, I remember you, you took a while for you to find the one that you wanted. Not only that, it took you some time to save up for it, get approved, qualify, get the rate that you want, all that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of times, whether it's through social media or through movies or even just what we're taught growing up is that, you know, you, you grow up, you buy your forever home, whether you're married or single. But nowadays, it's usually not possible. And people think, if I can't do that, well, I'm just going to rent indefinitely. But there might be other options. What are some of the options that people have if they can't necessarily find their forever home because it's not in their budget right now? Should they just keep renting indefinitely or what steps can they take to kind of start that process? Um, I think that's actually a great question for you because you're, you actually did that. I actually just rented until I was um, able to afford my first house and mm -hmm. save up for that. But I know you took a different, mm -hmm. a different um, direction in doing in doing that. Yeah. So I mean, technically, it doesn't matter if it's a house or a condo or a duplex or a trailer. It's yeah, just any no. form of real estate and that's it, yours. It's more the idea of it's not necessarily this luxurious house that you can host people and have Christmas, and it's a more modest version. Um, for us, we didn't necessarily have the resources to go buy a three or four bedroom house. So we got a condo. We got a condo that was a bit run down. Um, we put some equity into it, sweat equity. And also we bought it in a location that was going to appreciate. And that was the most important thing. I'm sure some of our family was not happy with the choice when it came to the home. It wasn't necessarily something to brag about. In my opinion, buying anything is something to be proud of. But totally agree. Now, in hindsight, they can't critique anything because the property we purchased has more than doubled in value in just a short period of time. So from that, you can go to the next step. You could turn that into an investment property and then buy your forever home or another investment property. But it's being willing to make decisions for you and your family rather than for other people. Agreed. Um, and it, it's a hard thing because the different generations have taught their kids differently. And, um, but also not just differently, the things that we things the things that other generations that work for other generations may not be working for this one. So no. the advice that is given isn't, it may not be applicable yeah. to today's society and what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, even simple things, you know, in the past you could survive on one income you know, just because of the cost of living. You could have a house, a car, and just someone working a blue collar job, you could have a great life. That's not the case anymore because cost of living and salary, I mean, it just, it doesn't follow. And um, like you said before, it used to be a luxury to have a side hustle. Oh, if you just want to save extra money, yeah. you know. But now you almost need it. Yeah, now it's like, well, what are our goals for our family? What are our goals? How do we achieve them? What resources do we need to get that done? Um, and 
I also think in today's day and age, yes, we're not making as much. The dollar isn't as much as it was back then. But also, there's so much, there's so many opportunities Mm -hmm. to have other streams of income and make additional money. Social media wasn't a thing in the past. It is huge now. Mm -hmm. Huge. Um, Print on demand wasn't a thing in the past, but it's huge now. Those are all ways that you can literally be at home and have other streams of income and not even have to like to go out Mm -hmm. and work for someone else or have another, or really have like another nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's about pivoting, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you, but I was raised to, you know, you go to college, you get a nine to five, you have a family, that's it. But that's probably not going to work anymore. Um, You know, it's like, okay, society has changed. Prices of things have changed. How can I pivot? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know how to pivot or they're not willing to pivot. And that's, I think, what's holding them back. Um, What do you think when it comes to pivoting your strategy, recreating, um, if you have to start over from scratch, you know, what are some things that you would utilize some foundational things, you know, so I know it's very niche. There's a lot of details. You could probably talk for hours on it, but if you had to brand new in your business, new city, what are some things, you know, can set you up for success? You know, finding a demand for something, Mm. solving a problem. Solve Yes. Correct. Solving a problem for the other business that I have. Um, that's how I determined that because there's, there's always going to be a million fast food restaurants, a million Mm -hmm. real estate agents, um, a million different brokerages, but what are you going to do differently to set yourself apart to not have as much competition? Yeah. Um, but also helps your business will thrive a little more when you don't have as much competition and Mm -hmm. you're solving a problem. Yeah. If people would see the challenges we face today. And instead of saying, oh, this sucks, this is unfortunate, this is unfair. about it. Yeah. How can you solve a problem that will benefit a lot of people? And then by default, you will generate extra revenue and profit from that. Um, Correct. But it's, yeah, it's a hot topic. Um, you know, people like to blame. And there is some blame to be said, you know, to be placed on uh, certain generations more than others. And we think that, you know, I hear it all the time. Oh, the millennial generation or the Gen Z generation is lazy. They need to stop having coffee. They need to stop having their avocado toast. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I've only, I don't, I mean, I've maybe only ever had one avocado toast in my life. <laughs> but hopefully as time goes on, the people will understand each other more and understand that, hey, look, we nowadays have to have three to four jobs in order to survive, or in the past we only had to do one job. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I think more people should just be honest and support local businesses too. Totally and agree. If there's that. something that you don't support, then you can boycott it with your dollar. That's the other thing. You know, if you know somebody can provide a great service and you're supporting a local business, then do that instead of going to a big box store. Um, little things like that, but I totally agree with that. Yeah, you know, I think my coach is trying to drill this into me more being able to pivot, not just in business, but in personal. Um, and I never used to be able to do that that well because no one likes change. But right. sometimes, you know, things happen in life, whether it was COVID, you know, and people have to start working from home or, you know, a job change or family change. And it's like, oh my God, what do I do? And having that resilience to just kind of 
shift shift when needed and be flexible otherwise what do they say if you don't bend you might break um but what is something do you think that you can if you had to give a tip on how to stay flexible and how to grow that resilience that's a good question well let's let's ask it this way so obviously you have gone through um building a company and a couple different brokerages that you've worked with and then transitioning out of a previous career what gave you the strength and energy to make those business moves because really what that is is it's building that flexibility um was it just seeing that hey this is not a good fit was it dreaming of a better future um what was that thing that kind of drove you to be like okay on to the next best thing I, I think it's my personality. I'm just a very driven person in general. Um, so whatever I, whatever goals I have, whatever I set my mind to, I'm like, I'm going to accomplish it. Setting up a plan to make sure that I get to that goal. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. I know everybody's not driven and people are content where they are. And that's totally fine if that's mm-hmm. kind of how you are. But I know for my personality, I am like a go-getter. Like I'm going to accomplish whatever I set my mind to. And that's kind of how I got to where I am. Yeah. So just not giving up the yeah. persistence and consistency. Yeah. But also the time. Yeah. Like I'm like sometimes I'm in the office until like 12, 1 a.m. and people are like, Alina, why are you there that late? And I'm like, that's a great question. I don't know. Because for me, like I the way my mind works is I can't take a break. If I'm like sitting and watching TV, I have to be on my computer doing something. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for me to just set back and do nothing that's not going to build me. Mm-hmm. Um because Again, the way my mind works is I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm wasting time to be doing anything other than that. Mm -hmm. And I'm really trying to train myself out of that, which is another one of my goals this year is to take time for myself. Like, so I don't burn, I don't burn myself out realistically. Yeah. And you know, balance is important and we've talked about that in the past, but I think also you have to understand because of how much things cost and, you know, just the environment today. As a younger person, you are going to have to push hard for a few years to build things if you want to be successful. Correct. And it's not, you can't just passively do it. And understanding that, that there's going to be some discomfort, some long days, some long nights, but the result of that is worth it. Sure. And so I just want more people to really see the reality of it. It's easy to see people that are successful and think, ah, oh, they had it handed, it handed to them or oh, they just got lucky. When in reality, they were just consistently mm-hmm. showing up over and over again for years and years. For themselves, yeah. And then now they can relax a little bit. But, you yeah. know, five years ago, you know, the hustle was on. And I think that's going to be necessary for, you know, millennials, Gen Zs, in order for us to get ahead. Um, I totally agree with that. It reminds me of when I was, what, 18, 19. I, my rent was probably like six, $700. Wow. Um, and I had roommates, so it wasn't that bad, mm. but the prob the, the issue was, is I still couldn't afford it based on what the income was that I was making. Yeah. So I was cleaning houses. I was working at subway. I was an assistant. I was a real estate agent. So I was doing, I was doing multiple different things, wearing multiple different hats just mm-hmm. to get by, but I still put in the work because I knew at the end of the day, what I was trying to do. So it's mostly about yes, you're going to have that struggle. It's going to exist, but what are you going to do about it? Are you going, are you willing to put in the work to get to where you want to be and see Mm -hmm. your, and see your goal? Yeah. So you really had along the way, 
you had your why very clear. You had your goal and your why that was more important than, you know, all these different things you did were a means to an end because you knew what your goal was. Mm -hmm. And it's probably why you're such a great business owner and employer now. It's because you have worn those hats. You have been in those roles. You know exactly what it is. You know, you didn't just inherit. Yeah, Yeah. wake up one morning and and take over someone else's company. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about, it was an Ed Milet podcast, and they were talking about why some people have a hard time with being resilient. And it's he, they were saying it's because they haven't been exposed to suffering, mm. whether in their own life or, you know, in someone in their family. Um, you know, I know people that have served in the military or maybe have lived abroad and seen people that are less fortunate. They build up that resilience because they it takes suffering and exposure to that. So if someone's That's not so had to go through anything difficult then when something happens, it's the end of the world. Um, and I just thought that was interesting that more that is people a very good perspective. need to think about it that way, that although it's hard to go through like a breakup or to be fired or any of those things, it doesn't have to be something drastic like war. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't spark a change yes. if you're not going through anything. It builds that layer to where you're not as easily knocked over. You're more consistent, you're more persistent and those are probably going to be the people that end up being successful and achieving the most, but it's because they've gone through hard things. And mm-hmm. I tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I can usually see it in other people Same. without even knowing their story. You're like, Oh Same. wow, that person has so much depth to them. Same. And you find out after the fact, of course, they've been they, through a million things. Yeah. 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 Um, I know for myself, I have re- growing up, not having parents, and, you know, being adopted and dealing with those adopted parents, like it definitely has um, transformed how I see life and mm-hmm. how I go through life. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, you can either use something to your advantage to make you better or be or, a victim. Exactly. And that's really my hope that as people watch this podcast and connect with us, they can see, hey, there's options out there. You don't have to just take the cards that you've been dealt and lie down and be a victim, you can use them to grow and make a better life for yourself. And if you're going through like a hard time right now, be hopeful that around the corner, things get better. Because I mean, I've had years of my life that were the worst, truly. Mm -hmm. Like everything bad that could happen happens. Um, And luckily I think I was able to utilize that and grow as a person. But it was, it sucks. It, it really, is. truly sucks. Especially when you're going through it and you can't see past it. No. Yeah. Um, a couple of months ago, maybe three or four months ago. No, I think it's been a little, a little longer than that. Um, I was uh, in my coach's office and I was, um, I, I was like, I'm already having a bad day. And I just literally just broke down. Mm. And I told him like, there's, everything's going wrong right now. And like, I feel like nothing's going right. And it was, and he had any, you know, we talked about, we broke through like what was going on mm-hmm. and he's like, Alina, these are all temporary things. Yeah. Like five months from now, you're not even going to remember that. And I literally don't remember what I was mm-hmm. crying in his office about. Yeah. And so I had to remind myself, he had, well, he had to remind me and tell me these are all temporary things. What you're going through now isn't, isn't going to matter a couple months. It isn't going to matter a couple months from now, a couple years from now, yeah. you're just going through something right now. And it, and it's a lot of things and it feels like your whole world is crashing, Mm -hmm. but it's temporary. Yeah. And you have to remind yourself of that. Yeah. And the cool thing too, is 
when you go through that tough time or you go through whatever event that's difficult, as you get through it, then you can look back in hindsight and see all the things that you've gone through. And then you just build that trust in yourself so much because so you're like, okay, whatever I have to face now, I've been through worse or I've been through this before. I can survive it. I'm strong. I'm capable. But then you can't get that unless you go through it. So it's kind of like, well, do you want to go through it? No, but the results can be so great and you can't learn it. Like no one can teach you how to have resilience. You just have to have through experience. But also change your mindset. Definitely. Just change, you know, when something bad happens, it's almost like you want to be excited for the opportunity because you're going to grow. You're going to be a better version of yourself on the other side. Mm-hmm. But totally agree. Like even the even the relationships I've been in in the past, um, I would always tell myself like, oh, that stinks. Like, you know, we broke up or, you know, whatever. But I've learned so much in those relationships that I've had to change my perspective on the fact that if I didn't go through that, I probably wouldn't be you know, where I am today or have the mindset that I had today or learned what I learned in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. The mindset and perspective is everything. You know, is your glass half full or half empty? So you could have two different people going through the same thing and they handle it differently. So the choice is really yours, Um, you know. And hopefully, you know, when people that are our age or younger that are coming up in the same challenges that we've had to go through, they can see that there can be success. There can be stability on the other side, but it does take time. And I wish more people that were online would really share their experience, share the details, you know, because then it's, it's all glamorous. It's all beautiful. And that's amazing. But to some people it may seem unattainable, but Hey, look, we, I've been in the weeds, you know, there's days when you're crying all day long. There's days when you want to give up. There's days that you're like, what's going on? I think it's important for young people and the next generation coming up after us to realize that people that are successful got there through difficulty and suffering and trial and error. And I mean, there's days when like you're in the weeds. Why am I here crying all day? Life is a scam. But then it's like, okay. How can we take that and turn it into something meaningful and turn it into progress? And, you know, it's trial and error for sure, but just something I think people should think more about. I agree. I think that's the end of our podcast today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. You can listen to us every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. And thanks for joining us.